Okay, welcome this evening. Welcome. See what happens. Is it anybody's absolutely first sat time? A few people? Okay. Um, very often the format is that there's a questionnaire's chair here and that you come up and there's a question, but we're going to try it open forum. Just, just to see what happens and see if uh, something natural from your own seat can arise. Let's see. What we talk about at satsang is what we can't talk about. That's the paradox of this whole game. Because the truth or what you really are, if you reduce it to a concept, I've already done it by saying the truth, what you really are, it's already concepts. And, and, and it's kind of diluted, destroyed, compromised in, in doing just that. Now we've become an idea. The truth is now an idea. But sure, if it's an idea, then it's created by mind. And it's another state of mind, I'm sure. That's like everything else. But truth isn't a state of mind. When truth is seen, uh, what's called the natural state of mind kicks in. And the natural state is probably what you're in many times during the day, but you don't realize it. Because everything is fine. And there's nothing really happening. And life is going on. And you don't know that you've made a cup of tea or that you've answered the phone. It's not being registered anywhere because there isn't an all about me and managing and my stress and my job. And without that self-absorption, self-obsession, the natural state prevails. On seeing the truth, that natural state is there all the time. It's just there all the time anyway, underneath the chaos that mind tells you what is going on. Mind tells you what's real. But mind is a liar. That's what it's designed to do. To put labels on things, make assumptions, grab from the conditioning, from the environment, from a particular perspective of how you feel that day, and hey, presto, that's what we reckon is happening, and we stand over it, and that is what's happening. And you know what? It's just a load of baloney, because it's just what mind has decided is happening, given the set of tools that it had in that, in, in that moment. So what if that labeling weren't to happen? What if there was just a free flow and not a lot of interest in naming the things of the external, so-called external world? What if that labeling wasn't so automatic? Another word for it, we can say judgment. But I'm going so far with judgment to say even green walls, lamp, sound system, parquet floor, whatever kind of floor it is. Even that labeling, even that naming of things in order to find your position. Because there's me and there's the floor. Every labeling that happens is so that you can find a reference point for who you think you are. Because who you think you are is so false, it needs constant support to be maintained. Constant reinforcement. And so you might find that, yeah, you know, your self-image is constantly being maintained. 
They are constantly trying to invent a lifestyle, try, constantly trying to feel okay in your relationship or relationships. There's a constant investment that happens over and over and over again because you have to keep supporting this idea of who you are because that's not who you are. It's like, hello! Just maintaining a lie. Let it become exhausting. It's totally exhausting and completely unnatural. We're just trained to do it, you know, and we teach our kids how to do it, and we think that's coping in the world, and that's how the world works. That's how the world works. There's nothing wrong with it. But if you're at that time, it's probably not working anymore, or something's not working anymore. Something's had enough. There's a crack somewhere in the whole setup. So seeing the truth is only for your mind. It's only for your mind. What you are knows the truth. What, you can't but be what you are in any moment. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You have to be what you are. That's what's happening. You are what you are. But that's not your body. And that's not your mind. And we put the two of them together and it's not that either. This is just a movement of consciousness based on a whole bundle of conditioning. That's all that is. That's all that is. It's like a, a robotic thing with a program. From the moment you wake up in the morning, there is a program at play. Now, there appears to be an option. Believe in the program and get sucked right into defending yourself for another day and supporting yourself for another day. Or see that it's just a load of baloney. And let things be as they are. Let it play out as it does. And kind of, I don't know if it's underneath or behind or there's no position for it, but sometimes there's that feeling that, like, underneath the, the, all the stories of mind, there's something that's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Always was, always will be. Perfectly fine. But mind says, oh, it's boring. It's like, no, no, that's mind. It's not boring because mind can't go there. So it says it's boring because it has to give you a reason to let's get stuck in the drama of all about me again. And if that stillness, you know, if you have a practice of yoga or meditation or going for a walk in nature or jogging or whatever it is that helps you to just zone out of the all about me story, whatever the, the thing is, cooking, I mean, Anything works. Anything works. But we've got this idea of spiritual practices, you know. It's got to be like from India or, you know, but, man, cycling. That'll do it. <laughs> so when one of these things that helps you to, to just the all about me story is dropped and, and something calm and natural is at play, you probably won't even notice it. Probably don't even notice it, you know. That's the whole point, is because it's natural. The thing that notices everything is the labeling and the judge. So it doesn't see these snippets. Like when you're asleep. Natural. Nothing happening. And there's no problem with it. There's no problem with it at all. Until mind says, oh, 
oh my God, come on, come on, let's go back in and maintain our status quo and set up an all about me story again. And off the show goes again. Let it be totally exhausting. It's totally exhausting. I mean, it goes nowhere. You're constantly trying to reaffirm yourself and, you know, like going where? And even if life is fine for a while, it'll only be for a while. You know, there, there'll always be some little bit of lack somewhere, sooner or later. It has to go belly up, you see. It has to. Because it's not real. It's just this moving, changing scenario of pictures, totally created by a labeling system when mind is outward turned. That's how it works, huh? So if interest in the all about me story were to be dropped, would it be all right? And would it still be all right in an hour and in another hour and tomorrow? Because it's a death, huh? It's a death. It's, it's death of who you think you are. It's the death of who you've invested in. So, so it is a death. There's something completely surrendered. The body still lives, but, but what you thought you were is dead. It's not real anyway, but it's just seen through, so it might as well be dead. And if you bring it right down to the, the theoretical pinpoint, well, how to, die, how to make it die, stop believing in it. Stop investing in it. Stop supporting it. Stop following that story of all about me that mind presents from when you wake up in the morning. And there are certain things you can do to... Not, not going there. Not going there. There are certain things you can do to pull your attention back from the all about me scenario. And at a certain point, you can't do anything about it. But while you think you can do something about where your attention is, then choose wisely where to put your attention. As long as that sense of an individual I is there, you can use that. You can use that to pull away from the all about me story. Invest in yourself or making sure you're understood or being noticed for doing something or getting credit for doing something. Enjoying getting credit for doing something, whether you did it or not. <laughs> you know, all the little buzzes that are, that are in there, feeding the, oh, I'm okay again. It's hungry, this personal eye business, you know. It's a bit insatiable. Anyway, that's the story, I think. <laughs> Let's talk, huh? Or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, could you contrast and compare how you feel now from, say, where you were 10 years ago before mm. you emptied? Mm. If emptied is the right word. Sure. Um, 
Now, I have to say that 10 years ago, there was an idea in consciousness, an idea happening in the universe. That there was an individual woman who was on a mission. And she didn't know what she was looking for, but she knew she knew it when she, when she found it. Just didn't know what, I don't know what is going to fix this or make this right, but, but I have to keep going because there's something not okay. And that's all she knew. And that mm, belief system, that searching energy, passionate energy, was just behind everything. It's behind everything. It was just unrelentless. And it died. So that energy gave an identity, it gave a reference point. There was a Jack who was, you know, married and working and searching and doing her practice and doing her stuff and in and out of therapy and sorting it out and trying to fix something and like, oh my God, more stuff will I ever have this crap shoveled out of me, you know? Oh, that was going on and on and on. But it was like, I have no option and I'm going to have to keep doing it until it stops and maybe it'll never stop and I can't do anything about it because I can't live like this. So that's what it was like. Now there's no reference point. There's no individual here and there's no individual there. There is no separation. There are no individuals. There are thoughts that move through consciousness, the universe, call it what we like, the, 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 the framework of this whole play of, of what we call manifestation. And thoughts that run through this are either believed or not believed. But that that's the key. It's not that they're believed by somebody or not believed by somebody. It's that thoughts have a believing quality attached to them or not. When thoughts have a believing quality attached to them, the consequence is that another thought is born out of the believing quality to imagine that there's an individual who's having the belief. The idea of being an individual is a consequence of a belief quality that's attached to a thought. Do you get that? Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Does anybody get that? Because if, if you see that, hey, super. Okay. All right. There is no individuality, you see. There are no individual people. There aren't. It's just thoughts that are moving. And we can call them more dense. They kind of get thicker or slower or more sticky. Some thoughts more than others. And the sticky ones have, the, have a, a believability going on. And when the sticky one is believed, it's just like a particular energetic twist to a thought. That's all it is, because a thought is just a ball of energy anyway. So when it's got this believed quality attached to it, it spits out another idea. There is an individual who's believing it. You're an idea. You're an idea, that's all. Let it be seen through. But the, the one who is the idea can't imagine that she's an idea because then you're buying a concept. So it, you can't, you see, it's, it's no good to grab these concepts because then you're just bypassing everything and you're just, you know, kidding yourself. So all you can do is like, don't buy the idea that you're an individual and see what's there. And you'll find there's nothing there. But it's perfectly fine. The 
whole thing stops and movement of my hands out like this, for example, movement of the universe, of the sun, the stars, and everything. The movement just, just, just happens by itself. It's energy trying to sort itself out, create and destroy, create and destroy, doing its thing. And, and uh, uh, you know, a, a bumblebee buzzing around some flowers that are outside in the garden today is just the same as this form of Jack bumbling about and talking these words. They're the very same. They're the very same. It's just one big, huge, um, I don't know, uh, ball of energy, matrix of energy, all interconnected, everything. Everything is just interconnected and moving all the time. There's no separation in it at all. But it has the capacity to imagine there is separation. It's built in within the creation of ideas. So there's no reference point. There's no individuality. There is nothing that can hurt you or praise you. There's no meat or juice to be gotten from anything because there's no reference point. Where to put it? How? What? For what? You're all of it. It doesn't make sense. You're everything and you're nothing. But being a part of creation? No, totally doesn't wash. Just like absolutely not possible. You're all of it, you're none of it. Actually, you're both at the same time, but you know. Does that sort of answer something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Going back to what you said about the Jack that was on a mission mm. and all the seeking and the searching, if you had run into someone at that point that you trusted, a teacher that you, that you trusted, that said what you say to us now yeah. about there's there's nothing to seek, it's all here right now, would you have stopped? I mean, oh, could couldn't you have, have put it Not down? at all. Couldn't have. Couldn't have done anything about it. It had to happen the way it happened. That's, that's, that's the hindsight piece, that it has to happen the way it happens. But, but at the time, you're doing your damn best, huh? To shovel through it. That's just what the idea of individuality does towards its own end. It's crucifying itself. And it's painful, and it's freedom, and it's painful, and it's freedom. So when you, you can go up to that, that edge, there's like a, a point that Then surrender. Even that doesn't doesn't feel volitional. Like it feels like it's got to happen to this rather than by this. Okay. I've no idea. True surrender. True. Yeah. 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 Okay. Ah. Okay. Yeah. True surrender. Yeah. Jack didn't have that idea that it's got to happen by grace. I had none of this jargon. So, so there was no sense of where it was going or what was going to happen or how it would resolve. I had no interest in it. It's like, no, this is what's real. This is what's real. This is where it's at. And in hindsight, I think it was a bit of a blessing. I had to just wade through blindly. 
and take what looked like stupid decisions. But but it was the only option I could take. But yes, surrender, it was just like, I can't. I can't. Brought to my knees again, again, again. And, and made to surrender. Made my head on the floor. Made to put my head on the floor. I just, I was broken. I, I couldn't do it. So the arriving at being broken came from the amount of pushing, pushing, pushing that I did. And I was like, I've actually reached the optimum. So there's so much tension there. It builds. You, know, you have a little insight. And the tension, it's, it's like your head's going to explode with it. And you think, this is, this is it. This is where I have, I have to give up. I have, there has to be surrender. And then it goes away, and it, it's, it's like it just cycles, you know, and then it just it starts over again. You just, uh, and then you finally, yes, yeah. yes. That cycle will probably stop. I don't think it's going to lead somewhere. It feels like a loop as you speak about it. It feels like a loop rather than actually a trajectory. It's going someplace. See it as a loop. Say, hey, mind, you're just doing that loop again. This one goes nowhere. Not going there. Not going there. And so break the identification with that loop. Let there be nothing happening. Because mind can set up that kind of a loop for the experience of it. That's what it does. The, 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 the only experiences that, that grab mind at a particular point are the seeking experiences, the spiritual experience, the breaking of mind experiences. They're experiences too. Just as juicy as having a whatever point. Mm-hmm. Do you see? Mm-hmm. So pull back from that loop. It's not going to break through. Not in that way, because there's expectation tied to it. There's something in there that's keeping the eye alive so that the loop goes again. Do you see it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, there's something built in there somewhere that just keeps it as a loop. So separate it from it totally and let's see what happens out. When you feel that building up that tension, it's like, you know what? I'm going to drop it. That's going nowhere. Been around the block here a few times. Let's just drop this. Let's just drop this. I, I almost try to run from it now because... Yeah, yeah, be soft with it. Because the attraction and the rejection is part of that. You're in it then. You're in it. Yeah, so this is just a loop. Not going there now. That's just a loop. So that it's a soft pushing away. It'll lose its power. That's it. Do you see it? No. I feel a little helpless. Helpless is good. Helpless is fine. Let the helplessness go.
How, how as you move through life, then, how is it affecting personal decision-making? You know, is it like a, a thing of where something opens up and you just flow into that, or that there is a decision, a personal level decision involved in, you know, what to do or where to go, or, yeah. Mm. I wonder how that, I want to see how that relates. Yeah. It seems that circumstances informed decisions. There's no sense of making them. It's like, it's either obvious because of circumstances, or something comes from the belly. It's a bit different. It's not intuition. It's not intuition. It's like you have no logical reason of why. Yeah, let's do that. I mean, why? Oh, shit, it's <laughs> a complicated question. Like, you know, you can find reason, of course. You know, you can hold on a minute. Now crank up the mind and find a logical reason, but it's not based on re- rational thinking at all. Not, not a rational thinking process. Um, it's like it's built into to the flow of life. And the flow of life is all that's happening. Do you know? Um, and, and sometimes like a decision gets made and then the opposite one is said that afternoon. So it's a pain in the ass for people around Jack. Because it's like, Jesus, she said she wants to do this this morning. And now she's going to do something else. And it's like, yeah, so? So? Do you know? And before, that would never have been it. Like the Jack personality would be completely and totally committed to honoring everything she said. All of that breaks down. And it's like, and there's no reason of, well, why is it yes and why is it no? Maybe there's a learning for the people who are reacting to it. I don't know. We can find reasons for everything, but there's actually no reason for anything. That's just another framework that mind puts on top of something in an attempt to control and figure out how it works. There's a place for that too. So it's like it, it, it's like life makes the decision. Life, li, life does it, and it comes through this mouth without any sense of the personal in it. Do you know? Um, looking after this body and stuff—that's that's a bit of a mess. Um, and it, it 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 now what's happened is that kind of people like my family or whatever have seemed to have twigged that Jesus, the girl is going to be dead before she's fifty. You know. So there, there, there are these kind of pressures coming from the outside. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay, I should get my tooth abscess sorted. All right, okay. Do, do you know this kind of thing? Um, and then it doesn't happen. And then eventually it happens. So, so the personal decisions seem to come from the outside. They come from the outside. The, the ones that you would say personal, like your health or making a financial decision. or They come from the outside. Insulating your house. Practical, personal things <clears throat> come from the outside. Yeah. There's nothing lost or gained, you see. So you lose the faculty of, well, what's, what's best for this trajectory? You're like, what about it? It's nothing. It's, it's nothing. Because you, you're not it. So looking after it doesn't kind of make sense. Somebody has to kind of poke you into looking after it, you know? Miserable, so what's the payoff? <laughs> <laughs>
sounds miserable without the I? Does it? Yeah, yeah. Um, gosh. It's a catch-22, I think, you see, because there isn't a personal I who can enjoy freedom, knowing, understanding, the perfection of what is. There isn't an eye there. It's just clearly how, how things work. It's clearly, things are just obviously what they are. And I'd have to use a memory to say, oh yeah, suffering, suffering ha has the potential to appear very real. And there's no suffering. There is no suffering. No suffering at all. It doesn't make sense. Suffering? It's like, physical pain. It's like, yeah, the body's in pain. What's the big deal? It doesn't, it doesn't knock on to, I feel pain and I'm annoyed with this and I want to do something about it. Doesn't, those following thoughts don't run. But it's a death, yeah. So is there that kind of experiential buzz in it? Not at all. Because that's the I thing, huh? So the I wants to die, but it doesn't want to die. You want the suffering to end, you want the nice part to end. It's like, no, no, that's part, that's, that's the bit you can't control. You, well, you can try, satisfy your desires, you know? But these are just desires. If you really peel back desires, you'll find that the bottom desire is to be desireless. <laughs> So when a desire is fat satisfied, there's no desire running. Oh, it's like a, something is not contracted. And a desireless state prevails, but for no one. You, you can't get out of suffering, but you see you were never in it. You were never in it. It's just something you dreamt, you know? got dreamt by consciousness or something, I don't know. Are there other feelings <clears throat> or even that of joy? Yeah, it's like, they're like a perfume. Do you know? It's like a, a waft of something going by or rising up or whatever. Be it like a, a anything. A anything. Anger to anything. And it's all the same. But somebody asked me, really, Jack, when did you cry last? And it's like, wow, at a movie, sure. But for what's called real life stuff, not in years. Not in years. What would instill loss or grief or sadness or all about me? or what? Makes no sense. So I guess there are some, maybe grief would pass through if, I don't know, if, if some, I don't know, I don't know what would instill grief, but maybe, sure, let's say grief can happen. But there'd be no sense of I'm griefing, but it's just something coming through. Like, like smelling flowers, do you know? It's just like, noticed or not noticed, both can happen. Is there joy in smelling flowers? No, there isn't a cause and effect. Joy is independent to being caused. There, that aroma is there all the time. Peace is there all the time. Stillness. The knowing that there's only perfection. And that's just there all the time. Because that's truth. It's there all the time. Unthreatened, untainted. It's just, it's just there all the time. 
But it's, it's within you too, huh? When the I story stops, it's just there. You know? But mind will, will try to judge it and say, ah, oh, no, 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 it's got to feel more experiential. And it's like, just more subtle than that now. Just, just more subtle than that. Take away the, the mind part, and somehow what is is just perfectly fine. And a calmness arises from it. And that's, you know? Sure. <coughs> Do I have what you're talking about yeah. almost all the time, but I have patterns at the same time. Okay. That are still lead me back to the eye and the drama. Okay. But even the drama doesn't seem I want to laugh at it. But it's there. The patterns are there. And the watching that um, the thought that there's something happening to me. Yeah. Still me. Okay, it still arises. Yes. But not very often, not very much. Yeah. A lot of times, I don't know if this is a story or I'm just telling myself or what. Sure. But it's like I, it's almost like there's so much not going on that sometimes I'll take the story from the other person. Yes. You understand? Yes. Me? And I do that with my girlfriend. So I just, I, Feel what she's feeling, and then I go, hold on, that's, I'm not this drama. That's not me at all. I give it back to her, and I go, God, that was I had just nothing to do with me. But the person who's taking that story from that person, yeah, that part of the story still makes this this thing that thinks that exists yes. crazy, you know? Yes. Yes. And I'm almost at the, like, if, what I would do is I would take that, I would identify it, and almost walk around like the person who was having the story, right? Mm. Literally, I'm talking, yeah. thinking, feeling everything yeah. that the person is. Yeah, it soaked it in. Yeah, and, and the more I became empty, the worse it got, because then I'd become the person, and I wouldn't even know I was the person. Yes. Because I'd be acting it out like a crazy person, yes. right? Yes. But that's not happening much. All right. Sometimes, okay. But I have to have a hit really a hard wall, and All that's right. where the patterns come in. Okay. But now I just borrow feelings. Yes. Because I don't have anything else to do. Yes. And I use it to exist because sometimes being empty is. I really like it. I don't. I want to. I don't want to push it away. I love being empty. Is there an eye who is empty then? Because that's too full. No. When I'm, when I'm empty, I don't even know it. All right, okay. No, I, I don't know it. Okay. So how can the I love being empty if it doesn't know it? I love being empty. That sentence. What I mean by that is when I'm not thinking about anything at all. Nothing's happening. Yeah. I go through the day and I, I wonder what... And how do you know that's liked? That's, that's the part that's still yes. identified. Exactly. Exactly. Mind is making an experience out of something. Right. It's going, oh, Solomon, you did a good job today. You didn't do a good 
you didn't have a good day or, you know, yeah. and I have that sometimes yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know. Yeah, it's creation, the reference point of Solomon, huh? Yeah, yeah well, that's the, that's the arrogance that wants to go. Yeah. You know, doing good or bad or right or wrong. Yeah, or something like yeah, that. yeah. Um, okay, two things. You've got to see through experience. How is experience created? Because it's a concept believed into existence, but you've got to understand how it works. Because it's catching you at the moment. You don't have enough distance from yeah. the experiencing faculty that's a part of consciousness. That's my. That's exactly. That's the thing that I. I take, and I don't like you said to that lady. Separate yourself from that thing. Yeah. So, uh, most of the time, I can separate myself from everything. Yeah. But when I get caught. Yeah, I get caught, and then I go into the eye, and then I go, and I'm lost, you yeah. know, inside that place. Yeah, and um, yes, I do that. Yeah, and I gotta. My favorite word is goodbye. You know, separate. Yes, goodbye, sure. Goodbye. You know, sure. sure. But not away from. I just, I just want to be separate from everything. You know, not care. You know what I'm talking. But the person. And it used to be I was saying that. Sure. Now sure. it's like it happening automatically. Sure, I know. Language is a bummer. We don't have I language to go beyond. I'm having a hard time. But I, yeah, that's fine. I, I know when you're kidding yourself and when you're not. It's all right. Yeah. But I, know, I know you know. Yeah, yourself. it's fine. And Okay. You, you, you've got to unpack experiencing. You've got to see how it's just an idea. Because you know how the personalized experience is, is, is believed. You, you, you got that. Yeah. You, you know how it's just a thought that manifests itself and it's not real. But experiencing is not unpacked in the same way for you. You've, you've got to see how, how the construct of experiencing, how mind, creates, how mind creates an idea which it imagines is an experience. There is no such thing as an experience. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. Mind is creating something which it interprets as an effect of enjoying something or taking on something or experiencing. It, it, it runs a program, oh, you're having an effect now. There, it's only a program. It's not actually a bona fide effect. There is no standalone experience. It's a concept that has the believable quality on it, which now feels to be experienced. It's not experienced at all. It's a friggin' thought. It's a thought. There's nothing can be experienced. It can't be. I know that, and then when I see the experience and I look at it, that's when I get caught. Yes. And yes. you know, but it's like right now, okay, I let go of my experience. Yeah. Okay, so okay. I'm here with you, I've let go of my experience. Yes. I let go of the control, I let go of the whole thing. Okay. And I'm just like present, okay? All right. I can do that now in any moment. Yeah. And it's silent and it's not sure. quiet. Sure, nothing happening, yeah. That's all I can do right, uh, right now. Yes. But so you're talking about what like, this just happened, right? Is, I'm not. I'm not experiencing anything right now. Yeah. Okay. And then somebody give them a pinch and we'll see if it'll last. That's, <laughs> that's what doesn't last unless I want to come back into control and be the arrogant Solomon again. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking but, about? Yeah, but yeah, but you, you're believing experience. The, I know that's exactly right, and that's that's the pattern. So that's believing, the pattern. Believing I believe experience. That this is 
something's real. You've, you've got to, yeah, you've got to see, you've got to see how how that part of the matrix is set up. Have a good look at experience. You know, drinking a cup of coffee, like play with it when you're when you're doing something that has an experience on it. Play with it and say, okay, how much of this is is a thought? Imagining that it tastes like this. How much of it is independently tasting like this? If I've got a cold, the cup of coffee is going to taste completely different. How come? How come? What's there's a believing of the senses. They are absolutely believed. It's just it's just information in a in a program. Cut off the believability part. It's just information, like every other piece of information. It means sweet fa. Yeah. One other thing. Hmm. As the ego breaks down, your energy field becomes porous. And so, inverted commas, picking up other people's stuff, get used to it. But know that that's just, that, that it's, there's no stuff, there's no other people's or minds or whatever. But first kind of get used to it. Do you know? That yeah, 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 it's just moving through, it's all moving through. And, and even then that, will stop. And just, the labelling of stuff moving through will even go. So at the minute there's a, whoa, that's her stuff, okay, you're, you're seeing that there's something porous, okay, it's just a piece of information you need to know that as the ego goes, it's like a, 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 a something that, that controlled a bit of osmosis in your energy field is now dissolved, it's gone, you see, it's gone. So, so of course, there's no, there's no stop of stopping point of your energy field and the starting of another. So it's kind of a free-for-all. But it's totally fine. It's totally fine. The thing, the, the thing to watch is the labelling that it's somebody else's emotion. But right now you're seeing that, whoa, whoa, I'm acting out, whatever. Just even mildly acting out because you're saying that's breaking down. Okay, I'm just kind of like, let's accelerate that a bit. So that the, that the okay, it's not acting out, but there's a, uh, there's a, whoa, it's fine. It's just, mind is saying it's stuff, mind is saying it's something else. Bologna. Maybe as it is. Maybe as it is. And let the labelling of that stop. Yes. Mm. Those things. Okay. Last night, I was sitting with exactly what you said about not being the experience. Yeah. And I also was aware for the first time Maybe I could do this a while back, but I, I don't even care to look anymore, so I've been amazed at how I've changed when it does. When I look, I realize that I could give up control in any moment. I didn't know that I could do that. But that place of giving up the labeling, that's, what I, that's the control. Yes, that's the control. That's the seed of control. Yes, and so I think I can do that now. Yeah, yeah. To experience the labeling. Yeah. But I knew everything you were going to say. I knew it. Of course. You know what I mean? Of course. I just, I just needed to express that. Sure. That's the play. I'm really, really glad you're here. I welcome you here. Thank I'm you. Everybody here is glad um, Thank you. that you're here. And, um, you know, I think you're wonderful. I'm nothing. The thing is, I know I'm nothing. I know. <laughs> I know. That's the difference. It's just a knowing that there's nothing and that it's all nothing.
in something as tough. Stay in the earth. Pure suffering. Pure suffering. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You know, I'm almost hesitant to just speak more words about any of this. Yes. Um, I get the labeling part and the naming part. It seems that there's a reaction part too. Okay. To the labeling. All right. That takes the train a little further down the track. Mm-hmm. Um, what I, I guess what I'm stumbling over is that there's no experiences. Yes. I mean, I'm inhabiting a body that does have senses. Yes. And if I can observe the sen- whatever the sensations are, as opposed to whatever the storyline is, I'm telling myself about whatever's happening. I, I can tend to diffuse my reaction. Your reaction. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I am observing the experience in my Perfect. Mind. Yeah. So to say there's no experience... It's a bit of a leap from what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. My brain scrambles, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. So do I ask you to say more about that, or do <laughs> I just leave it there? I mean, how can I not experience? Do what you're doing and cut, cut back the reactions or emotional responses or the reactivity. Pull that apart. Pull that apart so that no longer functions. In the same way. Pull that apart. You know, it's, it's, it's rolling down the hill, you know. It's going to break down how it's going to break down. So if I understand you correctly, there will come a point when the senses I'm feeling in my body as I observe a reaction I'm having to something I've labeled that my yeah. mind has thought up, sure. that all that train just stops and yes. it's just arising and falling away. Yes. I mean, and I'm sort of talking Buddhism now. It's fine. It's fine. It's and then take away I am this body. Take that one away. So what's the capacity to experience if you're not your body? So what's it like to experience my natural body? No. If you're not your body, and you're not your body, but while you think you're ha- you are your body, then you have reactions and you have experiences. Okay. But if knowing was there that you are not your body, right. well then how could experiences be had? In the place of knowing? And who would be having the experiences and why would they be labeled anyway? For whom? Well, exactly. That's so something is, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> the labeling does. Labeling does that function. Whether the experience happens or not, the labeling says it's an experience. How do you know? How do you know? It's just labeling kicks in and says this has happened and I'm feeling this. You don't even know if you're feeling it. You're just being told you're feeling it. It's just the labeling. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. The experiences actually don't happen. They don't happen. So we kind of went around the same thing, but from another side. Because huh? there's loads of ways of this unpacking. Loads of ways, and everybody's different. So leave room for that. You're not your body. Oh, my God.
thoughts and feelings. Correct. All my thoughts, all my feelings, she said. How's this side of the room? <laughs> Speaking of experiences. <laughs> <laughs> the bathroom experience. For a I while, mean, stay clear. Yeah, and just sort of know. Okay, that's what it is. But as a person, you going through the routine of the day, you're expected to reply or doing your job or your whatever functions are. How do you respond or not respond? Yes. Sort of yes. Yes. Remove personal responsibility and let the roles that you play happen without your personal investment. Roles. Roles. Roles that you play. At work, at home, with friends. Let the roles happen. They're all roles. None of them are you. See it in terms of role. Okay, what role is, is what hat have I got on here? What role is being played? Now. Yes. That's one role. Yeah. Yes. It's a role being played. Or I'm being a, a fixer of things. That's yes. A that's a role. The roles happen by themselves. Life, life commands a role. It it demands a role because life just keeps going. Doing this work or not this work, life is going to keep happening. It kind of picks you up and bumbles you along. You no. Know? Might stop for a while, but it goes again. <laughs> so, whatever role is being played, it's not you. Just see it as the role. See it as the role. So, from the role playing, you can take a step into hold on, I'm not going to make sure that this is the most wonderful person in the world. Let's just let it free flow a bit and see how. Mm, irresponsible it will become and you'll find it won't become irresponsible at all. It will function pretty much the same way but without the agenda of looking for approval. Without the personal investment of identifying with the role there will be no approval sought. And that's a great relief. Mm. Maybe as it is. People like you, people don't like you. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Doesn't matter. People approve. People disapprove. People, you know, it's all going to be there. Mind is either going to like you or hate you. So chances are, fifty percent of people who know you are going to think you're an idiot, and fifty percent are going to think you're wonderful. I mean, you know, and it's all someplace in between. All of that. Be fine about both. Be f let it loosen up. Be fine about both. It's just the ego that wants to defend itself. So when that's out of the way, the roles get played. But it's not working to any standard 
to maintain an identity, to maintain praise, to maintain... That's the painful bit. Maintaining uh, uh, the, the quality control aspect. Let that free up, huh? Let that free up. May it be as it is. Who cares? Who cares? It's exhausting to be perpetuating your own value system all the time. Oh, my God. Our ego has a lot invested. That's what it does all the time. It's constantly investing. Constantly desiring. Constantly trying to control. It has no control at all. Let it kind of do its own thing and be in the background watching it with curiosity, not with threat, threat of, of rejection acceptance, but with curiosity. Oh my God, so-and-so didn't like that. Hmm, that's fine. Do you know? Just curiosity. No emotional response. Let the roles be played. They're not true. The universe does them, you know. Mm. It's disengaging. Yes, You're training mind to operate in a different way. That's what the disengaging is. Yeah, yeah. And that was a big, that would have been imp very important. Yeah. But you're saying step back from that. Yeah. Because, because investing in, in, in things that I took responsibility for was, was about Jack doing what was right, what she believed. She was making a difference in the world and she had a purpose and, you know, all this garbage was running, you know? I was going to prove that like depression was not a biochemical disorder, for example, you know. Sometimes it's not, but it took me a few years to see that. So, okay, so this sense of purpose drives personal responsibility. It has to be based on a value system. Something must be more important than something else in order to align with a purpose. Yeah, and there would be, there would, and there would be judgment, like, you know, that, that this is right or this is wrong. And I, yeah. But there's also a part of me that doesn't want to even, like, I get, like, I don't want to go into explanations, you know, if, if I'm doing a job. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Of like, okay, because then that's defending the I, right? Wouldn't it be? Ah. If, if the motivation is to defend the I, it's defending the I. But if explanation is required and it's part of the functioning, it, it happens more smoothly. But the I might grab it. Yeah. Does the I grab it or not? So is the button being pressed, I'm under threat here, I have to defend myself. Then the I will go on top of an ordinary communicative, communicative movement. Yeah. 
But then that's overlaid with the idea of wanting to do a good job, or yes, you know, yes, that could put icing on top of the whole thing. Yeah, frosting or whatever it's called here. Versus just letting like this is happening now. Okay, ego wants to just defend itself and set that straight there. But you know what? Let's just reply to it. Let's just reply without without this investment. Without the emotion, then. Without the emotion. And without caring about yes. what happens. Yes. Or how they take it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Without the editing. Yeah. Yeah. Can you comment on our natural influence on you? <laughs> yeah, that funny old mountain in India. Gosh, I don't know. Um, okay. In the phenomenal world, it's a vortex, an energetic vortex that we have pockets of in sacred sites and ancient sites and all over the world. Mother Earth just saying, hey, I dance like this. <laughs> and an energetic vortex alters the thinking process. And for Jack, It seemed to introduce vastness, emptiness, spaciousness. Mm, I don't like the word spaciousness too much. The void that was there was somehow okay. The fear of void and emptiness dissolved there. Have you been? Yeah. Funny old place, huh? Yeah, indeed. of where the there was. I couldn't go back and I had to clue where I was going. There was never the future thing that wasn't there. There was no image at all of where it was going. None. It was just constantly jumping off a cliff, jumping off a cliff, jumping off a cliff. Constantly. Did you ever feel like you were going crazy? Like just... Yeah, yeah. But like, okay. Let's look at the option of psychiatric hospital here. Okay. And it's like, okay, if that happens, you know what? I learn from that too. So 
So that's all right. If that's going to come, fine. Then that's part of it too. And, and dissolving the fear of it, you know, that's all. It's just the fear. The fear is what has potency. So did you bring, was it a, a just that intent of got to keep going? Keep going? Yeah. A bulldozer behind me. A juggernaut just constantly pushing, pushing, pushing. And all the stuff that's fallen away just just accepted it. It's gone, that's it. It's gone. What's next? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all right, you know. Mm. Have courage. And if you don't have enough courage, pray for it. Mm -hmm. Every day. Yeah. Just need courage. That's all. All is well, you know. It's fine. It's only the breakdown of what you're not. It's what you're not is what's falling apart. Yeah. It's like a back in the wire. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Do you back right into maybe what you want? Maybe. Who knows? Try not to set up what the future is going to be. Got to watch that one. It sneaks yeah. in very quickly for you. Yeah. It, that that is hard. Yeah. That's that's actually a stumbling block. Especially seeking out people like you. You know. Yeah. The half a dozen. Now by now two dozen maybe people that I've met that supposedly speak from the same place you do. Sure. And, and you know, it's, it is setting, setting myself up. Yeah. 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 So drop the setting up bit. Drop the attachment to the outcome, you know? Just use that phrase. You know, drop the idea that it's going someplace. It's going nowhere. It just stops. It was like I couldn't help myself to come down here. Yeah. I drove five hours down here. Kept saying, don't, don't, just don't go. You just don't need to go. You know? Yeah. And I said, yeah. The body came. So mm -hmm. be it. And let it all be for nothing. Let it be for nothing. Drop the goal. Drop the goal. The goal keeps the seeking alive. It just stops. It's going to keep going till it's gone, but don't set up a goal for yourself, or it'll just go perpetually. Drop the goal. Every time you're in there about until, until, until. It's like drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it. You're tying into linear time. It's way too thick. Way too thick. It is. It's the first thing I think of when I wake up. Did it happen during my sleep? Will it happen today? Go to bed at night? Did it happen today? Maybe tomorrow. It's just right there all the time. Yeah. There's an attachment. Nothing's going to happen. Because the one that something can happen to won't know it's happened. You won't know it's happened. You won't know. There's no reference point, you see. So it'll take other people after ages of time saying, What are you talking about? <laughs> what happened to you? How come? And how? And it's like, Oh, oh, the phenomenal world labels this as something. Oh, jeez. You know, imagine that. So to drop the idea of happening. Drop it. It's just an attachment. Yeah. 
Yeah. When death happens of the eye, there's nobody there to know it. projection is more dense the expectation of something happening of waking up seeing the truth it's it's more dense that future stuff than the push than the natural movement to, to, to inquire into this stuff that the movement inquiring that has to do with dance with setting up a goal that's another layer on top for your friend, huh? Okay. For some, it works to deconstruct, like we were deconstructing experiencing. It, it works for some to deconstruct fear, but fear is so primal and it's so basic. It's in so fast that, that you're experiencing it before you can get a distance and it's so strong to get a distance from fear when it's full on is pretty it's impossible a lot of the time. It's just so full on. So the other option around fear. Okay, it's an experience passing through. What story is it attaching to now? Oh, the void. Okay, oh yeah, okay. That's the big one. Okay, right, fear comes and fear goes. It's got nothing to do with what you think you're fearful of. Because at this point, the, the mind, mind will... Um, uh, it, it's... it's, it, it's in terms of expansion contraction, this might this might be of use. You know when you when you see a pattern, you go, oh, God's sake. and it's like woof, something opens or expands or there's a relaxing, a breaking of something. But fear is the ultimate contraction. Whoops, you're right in again. Okay, if you could see it in terms of that, say, whoops, there's an energetic contraction. Label fear. If you can see it in another way, because when fear is about a story that you can do nothing about. You've a logjam. You've a logjam. So it's an energetic contraction. Change the understanding to it. So it's like you're coming at it from another aspect of mind, which has less identity. It's just contraction. It's okay, okay, contraction is there. You know what? We're just going to call on a bit of expansion. Play with expansion, contraction. And it moves away from story. And something where it'll go to is, yeah, fear comes, fear goes. So what? It's just contraction and there'll be expansion. It's just, it's just opening and closing. It's just a piece of energy. Nothing to do with me. No story attached. Then it's fine. Then it doesn't need to go at all. Can you make your way into that? Yeah, great. Look at the hand over here. 
I can follow you and I can visualize or feel some of what you think. When the woman up here mentioned parenting, it's like I had a block that there are some responsibilities that one can't let go of. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Yeah. Okay. The value system will tell you that. When the value system is breaking down, you'll have no option. You'll have no option. So from what she's talking about, she's got no option. She's, cause even the way she spoke about parenting, it was like the woman could hardly say it. Do you know? Um, okay, if your value system is still very intact, then you'll be able to pick and choose what to let go of. When the value system itself starts to break down, you have no way at all of editing. I have to pretend, I, I have to remember what I used to do. Yes. And I have teenagers, thank goodness, older teenagers now. But I, I have, it is an amount of pretending. Yes. And sitting back and kind of watching yes. what comes out yeah. and what I do. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that that sounds terrible to say. Not at all. That's the role. That's just seeing yeah. the role. You're just not buying into it. Right. You know yeah. it's, a, it's a pretense. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a role. It's a role that's being played. Mm -hmm. But the one who's playing the role, I'm after her. Let the role be played. The role is played by consciousness. But now there's a seeing that you're not that. So it feels like something is pretending. So we still have the one who's pretending. Mm -hmm. So let the role be played by consciousness. There's no you. There's no you. Consciousness is doing the whole thing. It's imagining that it's pretending too. There's nobody pretending. That's the idea it puts in as, as, as identification with, with stories breaking. And it's not that there's somebody who's identified and the identification is breaking, it's that this is all just an idea. It's all just varying degrees of concepts. That's all it is. All it is. So the value system is linked to control. While you think you have control, you maintain your value system because the right and wrong is still solid. That will all be dismantled with relief. <laughs> with relief. It's hard to keep the show going, you know? It becomes hard with relief. But somehow, people will be taken care of, you know? I, I do, I, I've only heard of one woman of all the cases that have, you know, there's a lot of talking that goes on in these things, and I've only heard of one woman where um, where she had one child and after six months she, she just went, I'm totally screwing up this kid. Jesus, I can't pull it off at all. And she she gave the child to her partner. They, they weren't together. And, and the child is seven or eight now, I think she is. Seven, maybe. And she, you know, she just said, well, I, I could, but, but, but she's doing fine. She's doing fine now. I think I probably could pull it back. But there's no pull to take her back. She, she's something solid going on for her now. So her agenda was completely different. It wasn't her own neediness. It's like her daughter's well-being, you know.
She's the only one I've ever heard of who actually went to the place of, uh, uh, I, I, no, the, the role broke down too much. Broke down too much. Mm-hmm. But something else was there to support. And you'll find that will be the case. It won't be what the individual I want, but it will be university taking care of itself. The natural state does mothering. Of course it does. It does all of it. Yeah. But while the identification with being the mother is breaking down, it looks like this. It looks like this. It's just the stages of the breakdown, and, and then it's totally organic. That's also the destiny of the child, you know? Where, where, where that body-mind is, is, is moving, you know? Yeah, everything happens by itself organically. The problem is the breakdown phase. <laughs> it's not a problem, but you think it's a problem because you're losing control and you think there's a right and a wrong and these ideas are still being bought. Hence, there's a problem. Drop those and sure, what's the problem? Life isn't the obstacle. Lifestyle is not the obstacle. Just It just plays like that. It's part of the... It's a scene in the movie, you know. It plays as if it is an obstacle, but sure, it's not at all. Believing who you think you are, that's the cause of all suffering. Concern of hurting others reliably comes up. I get real solid around that. Mm. Okay, give me an example. Is it in what you do, what you say? Is it in your own disappearance? What's the trigger? Give me the cause for the perceived effect. I'll just give a, a, an example that happened a few hours ago. Mm. A friend often calls for support. She called. I was just very clear and direct and not as soft as and compassionate as I can be. And um, she said, I, I think I'll hang up now because I wasn't. Yeah, playing the game. Yeah, mm. I wasn't playing the game. Mm. And then afterwards, I started doing the back and forth thing. Could I have done it? Sure. And you know, it drops sooner, but it's still a place where I can get very solid. Okay. And, and run it for a while, or yeah, in another situation I did something, I broke an agreement, and I was all over myself with that. I just made a big internal drama about it, and just, you know, for, yeah. off and on for a week or two, you know. Sure. Sure, yeah. Running it. Yeah. So this thing, if I can do wrong, I can cause harm, I can... Yeah. I don't care anything. Yeah, sure. 
So there seems to have been some strong training pretty early on that being compassionate is what you got to do or not causing pain is the way. What? what? Yeah, dad yelling at mom and she, dad, yeah. you know, leaving the house. Yeah. There was never physical, but just the emotional. Yeah. And that was strong for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I played, and I played it out where I'd be the one yelling. Sure. You know. And now you're at the other side of the pendulum. Well, yeah, pretty much. Mm. pretty much. Alleviating pain instead of causing pain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the whole life thing is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So how much pain must you alleviate before you've balanced the books? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> how long do you have to be good? I guess. I don't know. I mean, is it that can be cool? done now, huh? <laughs> that would be good. Let it be done. Okay. Let it be done. Everywhere in the world, there's people crying and there's people laughing. You can keep looking at the people crying if you want to, but you'll get no brownie points for it. You can consistently look at the people who are, who are joyful and you'll find you'll be in total denial. Okay, and then what plugs in is it's like also the income. So that goes and moves into another. The income. Base, money. Yeah. It's like, okay, let go of that. That's how I make money now, is by being there for people. Okay. That's your job. Yeah. That's just a role. That's a service that they pay for. That's got nothing to do with this. <laughs> it's just a role. Could be working for McDonald's dressing up as a clown. It's just a role. <laughs> Same thing. It's no more important to be somebody compassionate and loving and holding somebody in a space than to be a McDonald's clown. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just play. But if you have it set up as something sacred, oh dear. There is there's some of that, but I see more of a sequel. It's more just a fear of like, oh, if I'm not doing that, then what will I do for an, you know, this whole thing if I need to keep this thing, like I'm the one who's keeping this thing going. Yeah, for sure, yeah. I think. Yeah. And so, anyway, that's another piece. But your job isn't the problem. Yeah. That's just what you're being paid to do. That's fine. That's fine. Take that out of the loop. Do you know? Just be sure that it's not contaminated with a value system of being the good guy. Oh, it is. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. Stop being the good I, guy. Yeah, because I can sense, you know, we get rated and I pay attention to those ratings, you know, compared to how others are rated. It's like, oh, where am I doing here? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's big investment. Big investment there. Hmm, a good reason to stay doing that job. <laughs> <laughs> Let it free flow a bit, huh? And, and let it be how it is. So to the point of where you actually couldn't give a hoot what your rating is. Be good though if you were rated negatively to somebody else, you know? And just say, okay, I'm not the good guy. Be all right with this feeling now, too. Well, that, you know, yeah. just depends on who's there. Sure. And it, it does go both. Sure, okay, but all I right. Make sure I'm up in the upper. Yeah. So you're looking for approval? Oh. Oh, Mr. Good Guy. Of course. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the good guy role. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What's so special about being the good guy? Is it just that you're just not the bad guy? Oh, okay. I think, mainly. Mm-hmm. And the idea that it would get some kind of special treatment or some kind of opportunities that might not be available if I wasn't so such a good guy. Yeah. And can you see that it's torture? Oh, yeah. It's absolute torture. Yeah, it's torture. Oh, yeah. It is. It's, yeah. I mean, I don't see the whole of it because I still do it. Because you still do it, yeah, yeah. You, you think you get some bit of juice out of it. But, yeah. I mean, it's a pain in the ass to be editing, editing yourself all the time to make sure how am I doing and go back and, you know, have a postmortem on something and did I do it right? Whoa! Yeah, it is. And that especially shows itself when I'm writing a report on what I did during the day. It's like, that's where the editing literally happens. It's like, uh, 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 it's not just like, a, that's what happened today. Okay, get careless. Get careless so that you can find a middle ground that's more organic to your wiring. Yeah. And the consequences must not be your concern. <clears throat> hear it, I've played with it, and I'm, that's the edge. I mean, that's, that's the, the edge. That's the, where it's... Yeah. Gamble. Just gamble a bit. Take a risk. Yeah. Yeah, I have been. And, and I see that, yeah. Yeah. Continuing the same thing. Yeah. So when Mr. Nice Guy's appearing, have a laugh at him, you know? You pathetic little wimp. Here you are. Oh, what about me? He's pathetic, you know? You just got to... See that aspect of mind that plays like that. But don't take him seriously. He's got too much power. He's got too much credit. There's a value attached to him, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pathetic. You know, <laughs> get a bit of distance and you'll see that it's pathetic. It's put so much energy into something that's completely hungry for more input, more input, more input. Let it get loose. Casual. And with interest. Hmm. I won't return her call now. Or I'll tell her, do you know what? I, I, I can't talk to you today. I, good luck. Do you know? Three sentences gone. And say, okay, what's going to happen now? Mr. Mr. Nice Guy, what are you going to say now to punish me, Mr. Nice Guy? And play with him, you know? Just to get distance from him because you're, you're in him. You're, you are him. You know? And just say, come on, Mr. Nice Guy, come on. Okay, lay down heavy now. Do you know? Because his, his threat are the consequences. Mm-hmm. So you've got to start by breaking down the consequences. His threat are the consequences? Yes, of not being the nice guy. That's yeah. his threat. Yeah. If you're not yeah. the nice guy, the price is too high. Yeah. Somebody gets hurt. That's what you started off by talking about. Yeah. It's like, no, somebody is going to get hurt, they're going to get hurt. That's, that's about them taking something personally. That's a whole other ballgame, actually. So the consequences have to be none of your concern. Now, if you have a strong value system, that is absolutely sacrilegious, what I'm saying. But at a certain point, it, yeah. it has to run its course, that the consequences are none of your concern. Let that be your mantra. Because the responsible good guy will scream. Let him scream away. Yeah, because then it's like, okay, 
Well, there goes that friend, there goes that friend, there goes that friend. Yeah. There goes that. Really, you know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And say, so, right, we'll see if more authentic friendships crop up or not. We'll see. Yeah. And watch with curiosity. Nothing to lose, you know. Only this persona that has, has you grasped by the jugular. Relieved. Yeah, That's huge nice. relief. Yeah, yeah. It has you expensive, you know. Hmm. All right. No more, Mr. Nice Guy, then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Consequences. That's the key. Um, I'm feeling a little disoriented, and. So I just wanted to kind of check in uh-huh. with you. And it sort of has to do with this whole vortex of energy thing. Uh-huh. Um, I just, you know, feels pretty intense um, in the situation. And it has to do with noticing patterns of um, kind of goal directed, and like like seeing how there's this focus on goals, and I wasn't even aware to what extent there had been, and so it all had to do with security and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And now it feels a little different. Like I'm not, like it doesn't have the same, um, I don't have the same uh, pull, or I'm not experiencing that pull for that, but it's like this energy of the, like the one who's used to feeling like, I'm sorry, I'm having trouble with the words. Um, normal in this game. Yeah. The, it's such a habit to, and it's like defining my success during the course of the day as to how much I was able to get certain stuff done or whatever. Sure. And so that, that, that part is still running. Okay. And, and now it's looking at these 10 days coming up as like, well, what do I do? Like, what do I, how do I use that? And, and the question sort of has to do with how to direct this energy. Um, you know, and then I go back to, well, that, there was that instruction about contentment. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, like, I've come back to that a lot. Yes, great. You know? Yes. But I, I guess, I didn't know if that was still my instruction. Yeah. They're like, does that cover this? <laughs> <laughs> it may sort of, it may partly, you know? Exactly, partly. Yeah. It does partly. There's an age of contentment that's kind of en route, but, but go deeper than contentment. It's like relaxing it, you know? It's just relaxing it. I don't feel relaxed. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Just relaxing it. I don't know how to do that. Uh, trust. Mm-hmm. Huh. Trust itself, not trusting anything, environment, anything. Trust itself. Just let there be trust. The essence of trust itself.
I hear the word and I, I like the word. Um, So we don't want to hold everyone else up, but, but I, it's like I, I don't feel that much changing in terms of the there's buzz like just this buzzing going on. Okay. Okay. Then relax the body. Let's go with the real bricks and mortar. Just relax the body. Just relax. And in particular, relax the whole abdomen area. And without thinking about it, know that everything is okay. Yeah, okay, we have to go at it from another side. All right. Use that over these 10 days, huh? When, so when what did we just do? But when it, yeah, that's all right. When a spin comes up of any shape or form, or you're, you're conscious of, whoa, something's not okay here. Okay, go back to the body. Relax the body. Relax the entire abdomen area. Everything's okay. Just know, without it being in your head, know that everything's okay. One, two, three. And let's see how it moves from there. But to get that established would be good. Because it breaks the old reaction of, I don't know, maybe protecting something that's running there. And there's something that wants to figure out why this now after contentment for two years. Why not? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there seems to be no logical progression. Every path is different. Every path is different. You just got to work with what's up, huh? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you do one thing for a while, and then it's a few years later, and you're back with that again. It's like, man, I thought I left that years ago, and, and then you know, and you're back to that, and it's just. Just the journey. <laughs> Telephone is talking to you, is it?
I reach a place where I know there's nothing to let go of. Uh Because it's all here right now. There's no place to go. Okay. So throw away. Yeah, sorry. Or there's aliens. Okay. Okay, so throw away. There's no place to go. Throw away. There's every place to go because that's still just a dualistic oh, that's framework. Still the dual- of course. Oh, I guess that hard to get. Yeah. Or do we make it hard? Do I make it hard? Yeah. yeah. It's an it's idea easy, running right? that it's hard. Well, it's neither easy nor hard. That's just another dualistic framework. Let's <laughs> replace the last one. <laughs> Yes, we'll use anything. So from the place of it's all right here, right now, nothing to do, nowhere to go, chuck all of that out. It's too present moment-ish, it kind of stinks, you know? Prior to all of it. We just are. Are you? (laughs) You just are. Existence is real, is it? No. No. Nothing is. Nothing is. And nothing is. Existence part. Prior to all of it, without prior being in time, you know, prior to all of it, outside of all of it, beyond all of it. Every word falls short because the dualistic language is dualistic, but you get the idea. So like, describe a typical day. It's like, you, you know, you're laying in bed, you wake up, and it's like, well, it doesn't matter if I get up or if I don't get <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm just like, how do you go through a typical day? Well, I usually wake up needing to pee, and that gets me out of bed. Yeah. So that's that sorted. <laughs> and then the body turns on the shower, you know, and, and it just happens. Without the decision making, life happens. Yeah, life happens automatically. Automatically. It, you don't need a purpose, you see. Yeah. Just, just happens. It just happens. It's like you get out of the way and, oh my God, it's moving anyway. But, but you think you have to make everything happen because the, the personal responsibility presents that idea. Then you take a shower, and then you get rest, and... Yeah, then body's hungry, and you eat, and you know, off you go. Put on the computer, and there you go. Work is happening. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a kind of a, an autopilot that just is happening naturally anyway. 
And it's the same thing that's running every day, but superimposed on top of it is the sense that I'm doing it and I'm controlling it and I'm directing. And it's like, actually, no. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned the stomach or the belly a couple of times. Do you find that's a helpful area in the body to yeah. focus on? It is. Yeah. yeah. If it makes sense to you to kind of focus on the body or to tap into that which is not the story mm-hmm. through your body, that is good. That is good. Dissolving that. Down into your belly and woof. They come nothing from there, huh? Sort of looking within, is that helpful to focus in that area too? Um, I know that's not exactly it, but. Uh, what do you mean by looking within? Uh, um, you know, looking within to uh, sort of see what's really going on, looking <clears throat> in the body. Sort of always going within. Sometimes I, I try to think a little bit far, you know, an area of the body to focus on when I do that. The past in a kind of style, like. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but it's full of mind, no? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's the eye looking at the eye, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll get dropped too at some point. It's useful, but, you know, that you get dropped to. Or even if that's your practice, okay, do that practice and say, okay, enough, gone. Drop it and dissolve. And see if there's space, see if there's space. But you don't notice there's space after the eye comes back to see it. That's a bit of a bummer. But you get the idea, you know? It's a very useful technique to focus on the body in that way in terms of, of training the mind to come to a single point. Training the mind. It's very useful, but that's sort of for you, training the mind. Uh-huh. Um, I think I read the description of the next 10 days. Will there be meditation? If so, what kind? Do you have a meditation practice? If so, what kind? Um, forty-five minutes of sitting in front of in front of the group, and 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 whatever people want to do with their own practice, fine. Lie on the floor, sleep as long as they don't snore. I don't mind. If you have a practice, fine. If you don't have a practice, then then and you want one, we'll we'll deal with that, and we'll find something from the satsang that would be useful. To feed into it, you know? Mm. And you, personally? Um, what, what do you do mm. when everybody else is sitting there doing it? Doing what I'm always doing, nothing. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just, just talking isn't happening, looking isn't happening. But it's the same. Everything's the same. Do you know? Sometimes a samadhi happens and, and uh, a disconnection from the functioning of the body happens. And, and, then, and then the body just sits there like 
very serious looking until it stops. But other than that, I'll look at my watch and ring a bell after three quarters of an hour. In a way, meditation is just a lifestyle thing. Do you know? Just to just just to kind of train the mind of it, you know, because we don't learn how to do it, huh? So we're learning it a bit late. If we taught our kids how to, you know, it was in our education system to manage your mind. Can you imagine how different the world would be if we knew how to manage that? Instead, we, you know, you manage your teeth and you manage this, and it's like, oh my God, what about the faculty that's there 24/7? You know, we're not trained how to use it, so we start late. So sometimes in that three quarters of an hour, yeah, you can be doing a mantra to retrain your mind in something or flipping the opposite of, of, of one thought that's been driving you nuts for years and years and years, running the opposite to balance it out. Or, or you know, a meditation practice, and I'll throw that out beyond, beyond all of this and see what happens. That's the direct path. Beyond all of this. You mentioned earlier about to uh, her about praying for courage to whom or what would be the purpose of praying. Yeah, there's no purpose to any of it. <laughs> um, but yet prayer happens, you know. It's part of the. I I don't know the way the way the way Jack works. I suppose is everything's included. The space for everything, everything is is valid some of the time. There's a place for all of it. It's all just consciousness manifesting in every which way it can. And prayer is no different. Now, if we bring prayer then into the dualistic prayer, into the dualistic framework, we have somebody praying to somebody, somebody for something. Okay, take away the three of those and let prayer happen. Energetically, for this lady, I think it was more about a focusing on courage allows that energy to build and and prayer is that kind of a it's a soft focus on something it's not desperate it's like a, a an incubational process for the energy of courage itself prayer can be like this Oh, it's five after nine. Anything else burning? It's okay. Yeah. Well, um, how do you ascribe to let go of thought? It's just such a strong habit energy. Um, in meditation, you know, you can practice letting go of that. But, um, any any comments on that? Um, what runs for you? Just uh, thoughts come up that are so engaging. Um, to, so that they carry me away and I buy into that story. Yeah. Um, and um, it's just a, such a habit to believe that. Yeah. Okay. And even in meditation, it's easy to get carried away with thoughts. Okay. 
Can you see what is the thread of juice that goes through these engaging stories? You know the way like gossip is juicy? That kind of juice. Can you see what the juice is? Yeah, there are some very old stories that go back to, you know, very young age. Okay. That really have the, the hook and those, those thoughts that come up. Okay. Okay. Byron Katie's work, I think, would help you. Do you know Byron Katie? Uh -huh. <laughs> I think that would help you. Have you tried it? No, I've not. I've someone loaned me that book, and um, I didn't. I didn't really read it. I have, have a good read of it and, and, and put it into action. Okay. I, I think that would help you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Functioning does it, doesn't it? It's like she didn't pick it up. Okay, give it to her from another side. Okay. <laughs> but you know, it's like, you know, everything is taken care of. I can't resist being the good guy. I'm a certified facilitator of the work of Byron Katie. She wants support. Let me know. <laughs> okay, support number three. <laughs> For her, support number three, huh? We're on the same, the third pointer of the same thing, you know? Oh. Yeah, she's got the book. Jack said it out of the blue, then you came in there, you know, with that too, you know? Another person out of the blue has the same skin, so it's like she's being cosseted, you know? Okay, yeah? Is that like recognizing patterns and then moving forward into the patterns, or what? Well, like you, like you just said, you know, she's getting three different directions, you know, kind pointing of giving her, pointing or towards something. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of thinking that maybe that's like just interpreting patterns that life is throwing at you, or. Yeah, you see, life can our mind then will make a concept out of that, or. It will read into coincidences and say, oh, there must be meaning in this. Yeah. There isn't. It's like, hello, hello, you know, do the work. <laughs> because getting into the idea of like, oh, that was amazing how there was three people. Don't go there. Oh, my God, that's an all about me story. I, that's me having an experience. Don't be feeding that stuff at all. It's <laughs> like garbage. You see? Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah, there'd be no story out of tonight. No story. Nothing at all to tell anybody. What I was like, I don't know. Do you know? Like nothing. Let there be no story. That's what it's like, you know? There's no story anywhere, so... So thanks for talking about nothing. <laughs>